time it is. Oh, Wendy, I think it's Thursday. I'm not quite sure, but I think yes. it's Thursday. And if it's Thursday, it must be time to take a breath. And I need one. <laughs> I have been waiting all week. I'm so excited that it is Thursday. Ladies, it is time to stop. It's time to put things down. It's time to take a breath. The day has been crazy. I don't know about you, but the week might have been crazy, but we're going to take a breath. We're going to step away from the big to-do list, and we are going to just do some uh, breathing and some learning and some growing and maybe some giggling and just some fun stuff. But guess what? We have someone with us, Deborah. I am so excited that Angie Sella is here. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Angie. Well, it's great to have you here. You know what I love about this, uh, about Angie, Winnie, because we've never really talked about this subject of being an inventor, being a creator. And what does that mean and how God works through that process? So I'm very excited to hear more. Yay. Well, we are so excited that Angie is joining us. She has an amazing story and we only have 30 minutes, Angie. We just take a breath because you know how it is as an entrepreneur. Boy, the day is crazy. So welcome so much. We are so Thank excited you. to have you here and hear your story. Um, just welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And sorry if you're hearing, of course, noises right as I'm about to go on here. And my dog's growling for some reason in the in the background. He's playing. That's, that's how it works. It's just as soon as I get on the phone, my kids need me for something. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Or, you know? or, the or in a podcast and the phone rings or, yeah. you know, yeah. your, your husband walks in and needs yeah. something. And you're, you know, you're and like, I'm recording. Friend. <laughs> walk around, you know, in their underwear behind you. You're like, Wah. no, but uh, thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. I've heard so much about you guys. Um, and I'm just excited about uh, sharing my story and what happened and how it happened or whatever you guys want to know about it. So um, what do you, where do you want me to start? <laughs> well, let me, let me tell the ladies who we've got with us today. We have Angie Sella. She is the award winning <laughs> author. She has blinger. We can't wait for you to tell us about your new company, but I was checking up on you and I'm like, okay, this woman is a rock star. I'm loving your story. And from uh, auditioning for Shark Tank to some of the challenges, we just can't how I just can't wait to tell us. But let's start with number one. What is a blinger? Okay, so great. Okay, so blinger um, is this, this is it now here. This is it in stores. This is what it looks like. So it's a device and it comes with a, depending on the package you get, it's on Amazon and Target. Um, it will, I already have one loaded, but it comes with these discs that have different colored stones on them. These are Swarovski crystals. So I kind of, I got the good stuff here, <laughs> but the toy comes with uh, like rhinestones. And so you put the disc in and then you just squeeze the device and it puts oh, how crystals cool. in your hair. So I'll put one kind of near my eye here. And um, so that's it. And 
And these How cool. Sparkle in your hair. And you can bling other things too. You can bling, you know, your notebooks, your shoes, your shirt. You know, you can just, you can just bling where, let's see if I can do this on camera here. But you can just, you know, bling your shirt if you want. So kids love it because they can bling everything. They can bling their whole room <laughs> if they want to. And um, the, um, the product idea, it didn't look like this in my dream, but it came to me in a dream one night in 2014. So that's how my son, Christian, I'm a single mom. I have four kids. And my son, Christian, likes to tease me and say that I really didn't invent anything because it came to me in a dream. <laughs> like, don't you just love children they keep you yeah. grounded right right yep very humble <laughs> so angie um yes. you talked about children using bling or is it i mean could you know women past a certain age could they bling any, yeah any age past the age before the age <laughs> I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, I actually, um, if I don't, if y'all, I took the women's product to Vegas last week and I was real nervous and my daughter went with me. In fact, all my kids went with me. Uh, the three, three of them stayed in the hotel room while I'm, my daughter and I were working this show in Vegas, a beauty show. And um, this, the second day, I was real nervous before the show and she was like, why are you nervous? You know, it'll be a hit. It was a hit with toy. It'll be hit with you know, the women too. And I said, I don't know why I'm so nervous though. And, but I knew I needed to go and I know it was a God thing. And I went ahead of schedule because I really wasn't ready to launch the women's product. And of course, uh, by the second day, there's a line of women waiting to get the sparkle in their hair. And we haven't eaten. We haven't had anything to drink. We're exhausted. And we've got another day and a half to go. And I looked over and I said, I know I was nervous now because this, I guess I thought this might happen because all of a sudden I came back to, I got a lot of work to do to fulfill those orders, you know, but I know he doesn't give us anything we can't handle and I'm going to be able to do it. But yes, there is a product coming for women and we're, we're branding it Bijou. To answer a long story, but we're to answer your question. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I don't know, uh, Winnie. I'm so excited. I, I need to understand, Angie, how you went from single mom executive to inventor. Yeah. How did tell us about that process? So what happened was I had the dream, and I remembered it the next morning, which was great. And I got my daughter up. I bling I, I just stuck rhinestones in her hair by hand and um told her to go play and then it was a few weeks later I had another dream and it was with God and he said I want you to make this product and that was I never had a dream about God and or with God and so I thought and I didn't remember that one right away I remember you know how you will remember a dream like in the middle of the day you'll be like oh I had a dream about that last night well that's how that second dream hit me and it really, it kind of weirded me out because I didn't understand, you know, that's weird. You know, like, why would I have, and why does he want me to make this product? And what's the big deal, right? And uh, and I, I really still don't know what the big deal is. I, I think it has to mean something. Um, but um, I, from that moment on, it obviously became a very spiritual journey for me. Um, and I, I 
as I said, I found my faith in 2012. I'd wanted it my whole life and felt I wasn't worthy. Um, and sorry, um, which I think a lot of people feel and mm -hmm. that they're, they, they, other people can have the connection, but for some reason we can't. And, um, so I, you know, like I said, I was a new, new Christian and, or, you know, new, I always thought of myself as a Christian, but I really believed, uh, since 2012 and knew that it was real and that he loved me and he cares for all of us. And, um, and wants nothing more than have a relationship with all of us. So, you know, it was a different, it was a totally different way of being a Christian. Um, you know, it wasn't just going through the motions. It was like a, a real thing. And um, so back to the story, I worked really hard. I'm a hard worker and that's great. Uh, but I knew I, I was kind of on a mission and I proceeded to fail for four years. <laughs> I couldn't get a working prototype. I went through one engineer after another, and each one, you know, is thousands of dollars and lost expenses and costs. And just to find out that what they've designed or just for different reasons, it's not going to work. It's going to be too expensive in the marketplace or it's going to it's going to be too expensive. Or mainly if it's too expensive manufacturer, it's probably going to be too expensive. You know, you're not going to hit the right price point and you'll, I'm learning all this stuff and Finally, in my fourth year, um, my fifth engineering firm, within 30 days, he did he designed a, pro a prototype, a working prototype, and it was less than 10 plastic parts, which was important, I learned, on the journey. And at that point, I had used all my savings. I was in huge debt. No one wanted to invest. I tried that numerous times during those four years. And so I went to my kids and I said, I had uh, found a home that was in foreclosure when I bought it after my divorce. So I already had equity built up in it. So I got my, my kids together and they, they'd been on this journey with me. This was not just me. And um, they um, and seen a lot of pain and crying. And so I got them together in the kitchen and I said, what if we sell our house? And we'll just rent an apartment or something for a year or two and I'll build the tool myself in China. And they all looked at me, you know, like, what did, what did she just ask us? You know, they didn't know the little, the, the younger ones, especially. And, but my oldest Cambria, she said, you got to do it, mom. And so I did. And I was excited that I got that response from just at least one of them. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it. And I was thrilled with the idea. Looking back, this seems crazy. Especially when I wrote my book, I was like, what was I thinking? Like how, and I can't describe it. All I, I never, I, I sold the house. We sold half our belongings. We rented a town home and I built the tool in China. And then I took it to um, Dallas Toy Fair in 2018. And uh, by the end of the first day there with a women in toys event, I was the talk of the show and rumored to be toy of the year and inventor of the year and all these things. And it looked like overnight success, you know, <laughs> it was like one, I just show up with my product and it's a success, but you know, of course they didn't know all that went before that. So I am, um, did I answer your question? <laughs> you did. You did. Well, I was just writing down a couple of words myself as you were telling the story. And I think that for entrepreneurs, uh, that have an idea and they believe in it and they trust God with that idea. Yeah. What you talked about is really perseverance. 
um, continuing to go despite the challenges that are ahead, that never giving up. You know, scripture tells us that um, perseverance, you know, builds character within us and, and our ability to face challenges, yes. as well as um, the sacrifice that it takes, yes. uh, your personal time, even your, you know, um, your image, your self-image, um, sacrifice of your family, your home. What yes. does it take in order to fulfill um, God's calling upon us, whether it is as an inventor or an entrepreneur in um, in opening a new retail store or whatever it may be right. that um, that we're called in to do. These are not easy things to do, as you said, um, a financial responsibilities and loss that that could come with it as well. Yeah. And people not believing in you. Um, those who didn't fulfill their side of the promise. These are all things that can cause anybody to stop. That's right. And not go forward. And what a what an example of this um, perseverance sacrifice, um, no matter what it is, getting your family on board with it, yeah. that your children had a say in what's going. I think it's a very inspirational uh, story that uh, any entrepreneur can walk away with, but especially the women that are that are viewing us today. Wendy, I love this. I, I love this example. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and here's one of the things and I've talked about uh, a couple of times on the podcast and I know in, in some in our identity and destiny training is that faith and trust. You know, yeah. we, we say we have faith in God and we read the scriptures and we're like, yep, they're, they're, this is God's word and they're true. But it's that test of, do you really trust me? You know, God is asking, do you really trust me that I have this? And, and that perseverance that you talked about is so uh, relevant. And I think, ladies that are joining us today, this is a, the thing to remember, that we have to trust. If God's given us the vision and if he's called us to steward his business and we have to trust that he is going to make the way and we have to trust that when the when a door closes he he closed it for a reason and we may not understand the reason so this is just very very inspirational you know um angie so i love this and you know deborah i'll tell you one of the things i was thinking about when she was showing that i was she said she could do it here i was thinking of your your um uh your bible that you um what is it called your um my journaling bible your journaling bible where you i'm thinking mm -hmm. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so angie there's an idea you know um there's a whole craft world out there that, that journals in their bibles and they could use some yes. blinging up so um yes that's a great idea I, that's a good idea wendy yeah. i love that <laughs> so so, Andy, you, you talked about, you know, um, I, and I know you were a very successful vice president um, for, for Arbonne International. So you went and you stepped away from that yeah. into this journey. Yeah. What kind well, of uh, the beautiful journey thing was that, that for you? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I did have a responsibility to four children and providing for them. So the beautiful thing about Arbonne was uh, it's not, um, you don't have a boss. You build it as big as yours, as 
wherever it fits for you in your life. And so I was able to maintain my Arbon business, which was my only income, the only source of income, and um, and and do uh, Blinger. And you know, I have people ask me, you know, they see Blinger being successful, and that's wonderful. But when I was where I was in my life because of my Arbon business, I felt that I had arrived. I felt content where I was and I had a successful Arbonne business that allowed me to still go on school trips and, you know, be a chaperone at the school and get my kids off the bus. I, it wasn't, a, I had to go to an office and I was a single mom, you know, and what was my dream home that we sold. And that was all things to Arbonne. And that was um, just another a blessing in my life that, that I fortunately got into that business, didn't believe in that business years before. And that just, I still have that business and it was able to keep me, allowed me to keep investing in Blinger. And um, so uh, Arbonne, I, I, I really couldn't have done it um, all as well without Arbonne. I, I mean, I needed an income. I had to have an income. I was building. And that's the challenge for entrepreneurs is they, they can't usually quit their job and then start working this, uh, you know, as, as much as I was able to. I was able to do both and pretty much take care of the kids. I, one of the things I was thinking about for today as a mom um, and a working mom is, but even just if you're a mom doing a, an amazing job with running your household, you know, a lot of times in different uh, times in our lives, as we're doing that, there, you know, we're always, we feel like we're failing. And in, because we're trying to have this perfect thing, I think, or this perfect balance in our life. And I, one thing I wanted to share is that I was completely out of balance. Nothing was in balance during that time. And that's okay. Cause it was a season. It was just a season of my life. And that's where I kept my focus that, you know, I think a lot of us think life is short. Oh, I, 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 I can't be out of balance because life is short. I only have a little bit, but life is really long. Um, you know, it, and if you're not, if you're, if you're trying to do everything right in, in trying to make it all perfect all the time, it's just not going to work. And so to give ourselves a break, you don't have to have it all together all the time. You know what I mean? I don't know. That was on my heart to share for maybe it means something to someone listening. Um, but that kind of kept me going. And I actually learned that in Arbonne. That was something that the women in Arbonne taught that you are going to be out of balance sometimes and that's okay. Um, it's not forever. And, you know, I'm going to be a little out of balance now with the women's product launching again. And I'm reminding myself it's not forever. It's just, uh, you know, through this next building stage. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, and what we talk about that Angie is about if everything else is in alignment, yeah. an alignment with your faith and your family and your work, that season of time when, it, you know, it doesn't seem to be, um, you know, going smoothly or you have to invest more time elsewhere. It's okay because yeah. you're, you have the alignment, that vertical alignment with God ahead of yeah. it as well. 
Absolutely. It doesn't mean you don't have your priorities right. Exactly. This has to be right. Absolutely. Right. But this doesn't have to be right. <laughs> That's right. Well, Deborah always says it's not about balance because, you know, if you stand on a teeter totter, eventually you got to go one side or the other. You can't right. just stay there. So we try right. not to use the, the B word when we're yeah. talking <laughs> with women. Because See, I didn't even know that. Here, I a joke to think yeah, that it is. balance. Well, for your whole life, because eventually you got to come down on one side or the other. And I do like the idea of alignment. And and we talk about in our identity and destiny course, um, making sure we're, we are walking uh, our purpose and, and staying within our core values. And I think that that is just really um, what this kind of conversation reminds me of is that, yes, we have seasons. We have seasons of great growth. We have you know, we have our wilderness seasons when nothing is appearing to be going well or right and things are very challenging. But if we continue to stay in, in alignment with our core values and, and, and walking um, our purpose that God has given us, um, that balancing isn't needed because it's irrelevant to right. what God has called us to do. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a little bit more on a winding path than on a teeter totter. Uh, yes, kind of thought. Yes. And I, I, I was, you know, for, for me, it was the whole, um, before I was praying for my purpose because I was, that's what I actually meant to say last time. Sorry. When I was, um, I was content. With Arbonne. I, I was in a home that I loved. My kids were healthy. I, you know, I had a wonderful, I was building a, a what I perceived to be this amazing relationship with God and Christ. And I was learning and I had my Arbonne income. So that's where I was. But then something uh, wasn't sitting right in me. And I, because, you know, it's not about us. We hear that. We know that. And that's a big uh, message that's in the Bible. And it's, it is truly about, you know, other people and what we are bringing to others and loving others. And so I started praying for my purpose every night, asking God, you know, I'm happy, but are you happy with me? Is this where you want me? Is this, am I doing things right here by, you know, is this my main gig? being the mom of these four kids that's my i know that's my main responsibility and they are always you know or you know talking about the vertical that's the you know i've got the the i think i have the priorities set right um but you know is this everything you you expect of me and then i have my dream and then to make sure i didn't miss it he came and told me he wanted me to do it i mean that's how i felt like because like maybe he thought i could have missed it <laughs> misunderstood right so um, one of the things I always ask for is, is, is God, don't whisper. A spotlight would be good. A billboard with a spotlight on it to show yes, me this what is need what to. I need for you. Not, yes. not don't whisper. Don't, don't I might not hear. Here's what I love about that story, Angie. And then I'm going to ask you another question. Um, yeah. What I love about this story is that, you know, God is faithful to answer what we ask. We just got to be careful and make sure it's the right question, which is what you did. You mm -hmm. asked the right questions and he answered in, in a way that was just so remarkable and so yeah. clear for you. 
And I think that is an inspiration for all of us as well. Yeah. Now we're getting kind of close on time. So I want to make okay. sure I ask this last question. Okay. Well, my last question. Well, okay. maybe it might be my last question. And that <laughs> is, so here you are, you're a risk taker. Mm-hmm. You have your Arbon um, business and then you take on Blinger and you learn about manufacturing. And now you're an author. Tell us a little bit about your book. Okay. Yeah. So and it's interesting, the book, uh, I learned a lot about my story and my journey when I wrote the book. I had missed some things. And it's so funny. It makes me think of God. Like, you don't understand the plan, but he knows the plan. And even knowing that it only took 30 days for my fifth engineer to do a prototype. Everybody else, mm-hmm. six to eight months, each mm-hmm. engineer. So that's over half the year. And and that's how four years went by like that so quickly. And, um, and there was a long, there's also a long buildup before you really know what is the first step or the, the best next step. And, uh, so anyway, so the, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, but the, um, oh, when I was writing my book, that's when I discovered the 30 days because, but I missed that at the time because life's happening. My kids were going here. We're going here. I'm barely, like I said, talk about out of totally out of balance. I'm reading stuff in the car line, you know, while they're two of the kids are arguing in the back seat over Doritos or something, you know, who knows, whatever. Yep. And, you know, so I missed a lot of things and I caught those when I wrote the book. So that was really cool. Um, and then the book itself, um, that when the book and finding my publisher came so simply, I made one phone call and I had a publisher within two weeks of that phone call. And that never happens. I'm sorry that that happened for me because I know other writers out there and they're like, what? I know they've got to be like cursing my name right now. I'm just kidding. But you know, like, so like, that did happen for me. And I know that was just by the grace of God. And it was, I made a call. He said, no, no, no. But then he gave me his email. And then I found out it was the CEO. I didn't even know I was talking to the CEO of this company, Rosetta Books. And then I emailed him, which was very intimidating because I'm emailing a man that reads books for a living and I'm like trying to write a halfway decent email. So that, that probably took me a day to write the email to keep it short and like to the point. And the next day we talked and, and he said, this is a story and we want to, we want to see it happen. So basically, and so I got the publisher and then nothing happened (laughs) because I'd never written a book before. Um, and then I, I actually had an interesting thing happen that's in my book. I'm not going to share here because it was truly a miracle. And um, I, I don't even know how it happened. It's inex- I can't explain it, but it happened. And and then I, I ended up getting support from my publisher with um, a collaborator. And then she recorded my story. And recording my story helped me to get the words on paper because otherwise it was really slow. But once it was recorded and then transcribed to paper, we could go in and fiddle with it and edit it. And then, but it did take a, a long time to, to actually write the book. And then so much editing, 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 tons of editing. So it's a, it, that's a whole nother thing, the writing a book. 
and it was it was wonderful though. I loved it. Um, I I had a friend say it was like you had you found your voice right away, and I felt I did. Um, I did. I felt like I wanted to talk to people like I was right there with them. Like this is what happened. <laughs> like keeping it real. Like the good, the bad, all the things that I messed up on. You know, because it didn't happen overnight. It, it's a process. It's a lot of work. You know, um, it's a make something amazing happen and sorry anyway i could go on and on obviously <laughs> well angie this is oh amazing. sorry go ahead, go ahead yeah this is such an amazing story and i know we could go on and on and we we would love to learn so much more but your book is coming out so uh you can go and pre-order it we're excited about that um, I am really excited. Angie is going to be at the Christian, the Central Florida, or the actually U.S. Christian Chambers yeah, Business awesome. Expo in October yeah. for yeah. a uh, dessert social so that you can come and meet Angie and hear more of her story. And I think they might be able to get some autographed books there. Is that absolutely. a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. I would be honored to do that. Absolutely. It would be neat. Well, it would be we. Great someone we would love yeah. that if you have not joined the the christian chamber expo definitely want to come and make sure you get a chance to um meet angie she's gonna have a booth there at the expo as well with this um, sign. <laughs> yeah so that's really exciting but you know angie one of the things we're, we're almost out of time but we do want to share uh, a, a scripture we like to share scripture with our audience do you have a favorite scripture you'd like to share hmm. i have a bunch so I, I, I think, uh, is it for entrepreneurs or for your favorite scripture that you want them to take away from today? Well, what got me through the four years, every time I failed or felt I was up against uh, something insurmountable, um, it was first uh, John four, four, you know, he, he, who is in me is greater than, um, the spirit or he who is in uh, who lives in the world. And for me, because it was a spiritual journey, I felt that scripture carried me through some really tough times of it doesn't matter. I know who my father is and I know who's inside of me and that's I'm safe or I'm I can do this or whatever I needed at the time that gave me the um, the sense of um, uh, I don't want to say power, but like the, just the um, inspiration or encouragement that I could do something, even though it looked like I, 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 I shouldn't be able to. So that's my, that was one of my, I, I hate picking one. <laughs> that was, there's, and I don't even think that one's in my book, <laughs> which is there's a lot of, well, I, I think that really is in my book, but yeah, thank you. That's a great scripture and, you know, one for us to remember as well. For all of us who need a bit of, of confidence or, um, you know, the ability to, to move ahead. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, ladies, I hope that you've been inspired by our guest today, Angie Sella, and her journey as, as an uh, entrepreneur, inventor, an author you know, <laughs> that continues to push ahead and, and learn from her story today. I'm know that I'm going to be able to get her book because I want to hear more about her story as well. So go to Amazon to get that pre-ordered. We're going to leave you with scripture today. We're going to look forward to seeing you next Thursday. Look to the Lord in his strength. 
seek his face always. First Chronicles 16:11. Thank you, Angie. Thank, Thank you, ladies. You. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Thank you so much. See you in Orlando. <laughs>